that's the yeah. thing to remember, particularly, you know, all levels of practitioner is people forget when something improves because they yeah. focus on the next thing. Yeah. So if they say nothing changed, it's like there's not really a time that you'll ever see nothing yeah. at all change. Absolutely. Something Absolutely. always changes. If they've done the diet things you've asked them to do, if they've done, if they've taken the herbs or the supplements, the compounds, there will have been a change somewhere. It might right. be that they've gone, I've now, you know, two days later, help, you know, I'm now going to the toilet 20 times a day. And you think, okay, mm-hmm. let's go back and revisit the compound. Let's go back and revisit what it is. Okay, let's quarter the dose. Let's stop it for two days and then restart at a quarter of the dose and see where we go because it might be that I'm pushing it a bit too hard. But there's always a change and they yeah. have forgotten it forgotten. because, as you said, they're concentrating on the next thing. They've just moved on Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Now, if you've been listening in over the last month, I've had Brad, Dr. Brad McEwen in to speak with us, and we've had some really exciting conversations, so he's very kindly agreed to come back. And, um, and today, we thought that we would talk about prescribing and what to do when people walk in, because Brad's been in clinical practice for how many decades now? Should we actually tell a people? A long time. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> So it was the 14th of January, 1999 was my first patient. There you go. Well, I can tell you exactly mean... everything about her case as well if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big day. Um, maybe we'll save that for another podcast. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to line you up again. But the um, you have been in practice a long, sorry, a while now. Um, a, what can we say a positive amount of time yes and I don't want to make you feel old so a positive amount of time and part of that of course is seeing that person for the first time they walk in the door and what do you do what is your system how do you deal with the acute and the chronic client that walks in your door what is your system of attack so my, my, my system of attack is <laughs> always greet you know yeah. always say hi so when it's in a physical clinic you know high and shake the hand and like pre-COVID and, and do all that. And even in a, or as a Zoom consult or online consult, you still ask. Yeah. And, and something I started doing very early on was how was your day? Yeah. And it's genuine. It's like, yeah, how's your day? Because yeah. people don't get asked that. Yeah. They go, yeah, good, thanks. And it's like, it's not what I asked. <laughs> it's like, you know, how, yeah, how was your day? What'd you do? And a couple of times it's backfired where I had this, um, before I forget to say, it was this girl, she was a 23-year-old you know, actress and she came in, she was on a couple of big movies and TV shows and, and I said, you know, how was your day? And she oh, oh, started breaking down, crying and everything else. I went, oh, am I going to keep asking that same question or has that just done it for me? But um, she had to have, we had to have a good talk and we, yep. you know, a health professional holistic view yep. and had a good chat to her. She had like a really hard scene and... You know, mm. and everything else like that and it just got to her and I went let's talk about it. Yeah. so I still do that yeah you know, I still yeah. ask how was your day because people aren't used to it so yeah. you do your greeting and then essentially it sounds funny you know what can I do for you today yeah 
That sounds exactly like mine. Mine is slightly different to yours. Mine is you found me all right then and you were okay getting here. How did you, you know, how's your day going? So if it's just a slight tweak on your words, exactly the same. And then, you know, tell me why you've come to see me. Yeah. So we have similar, because mine's what can I do for you today or what can we do today or something? So depending on the person. So you can see we have had different training and have very similar responses. Um, and, and, and that's the exciting thing. And, and then they start talking. Now, I know people are you know, typing on a typewriter and writing down every single word. And I'm like, you're not paying attention to the person. So I use my memory a lot for things. So I can tell you that, you know, that lady who came and saw me on the 14th of January, 1999, I had four children. And I can tell you everything right now because yep. it's in my memory. It's in my mind. Yep pretty much most patients are because you, know, you, you connect and so i don't take a lot of notes i take notes later so i put them into my memory bank as i call it so once it's in the memory bank or the safe or whatever you like to call it you know i start processing and i ask various different questions to get down to why they're here yeah. you know tell me more about yourself so they might say i'm tired weak fatigue or anything or how long has it been going for what's the intensity level you know, where on your body does it hurt? Or, you know, you go through your training that you learned, that long acronym. Um, I shortened it over the years. And yeah, you get the information very quickly. And it's it's an art to get answers out of people quickly when yeah. it's a 10-year story they're trying to tell you and just to get to the bottom of it. And you let people talk. Yeah. They give you all the answers. And when they stop talking, you don't talk. Yeah. Because they're just taking a breath. They're working yeah. out, what can I say next? I feel comfortable to tell the yeah. next part of my story and then i have the and i just said it then is i have the and then moment mm. so people say something to me and i go and then yeah and i keep talking and then they stop yeah. and they look at you and you go and then and then yeah. what happened and they end up telling you so much more and you got this whole picture of them in your mind yeah. of they're presenting to you with tiredness, weakness, fatigue, a mm-hmm. sore big right toe, which is random, and like all these other little bits and pieces. And the big toe could be gout or yeah. it could be just because they stubbed it the day before, but they remembered to tell you. Mm-hmm. So all this information gives you their story that you can then start prescribing, putting your plan mm-hmm. together. And of course, you've got your diet and lifestyle, all the classic things that you're going to do, but you need to start honing in. Is it an acute case? Is it a chronic or is it a subacute, a combination of everything? Is it all the above? And, you know, how do we prescribe? Yep. Bring it back. What is their presenting condition? What's their presenting symptoms? How have they presented to you? I'm not always interested in the disease name. I don't need to know that. Well, sorry, I'll, I'll rephrase. You do need to know that for your notes, but... Yep. You know, you need to know more about how they feel and the signs and the symptoms and everything else. And that's what you're looking at holistically. You're looking at the person and how they feel and how they are in their world and the world around them. And then from there, you start thinking, jotting in your notes going, that's vitamin C, that's echinacea, that's Mm. ashwagandha, that's, you know, everyone does that sort of mind mapping as you go through yeah and i've got a massive mind map that will need a day to go through um and, and when i'm mind mapping i'm planning my next three to five treatments yeah. three to five appointments already as i'm yeah. progressing through i'm thinking how's this person going to react what i'm going to do next this is going to change and i know i'm going to change it anyway but i'm going to think of it now and then i start planning out the whole health journey 
from the first appointment. Yeah. And I always prescribe on the first appointment. I know some people will want to you know, research and read up on things or wait for test results, um, which is fine. But I always like to give and do something on the first one so they have something to go with. Yep. Even if you don't want to prescribe a herbal or a nutritional, you can prescribe, mm-hmm. you know, an improved diet. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I had a patient had 40 cups of coffee a day. Four zero, forty. You know, what am I going to say? Let me think about it. Or am I going to say, you know, let's start working on a plan to reduce the amount of yeah. coffee you have in the next two weeks and reevaluate an extra appointment. You don't need to think too hard about that. Yeah. And then you start working on the rest of the signs and symptoms and everything. Yeah. And you, you get this mind map together. And I don't know, we can make up a case right now of, of what I'm thinking is let's just say it is tiredness, weakness, and fatigue. Yep. And it's a physical, mental, it may be, you know, pandemic items or something like that. Everything's just getting too much for them. And you can't, for me personally, I can't say to someone, go away and then I'll plan it for you. It's like no. we, we can do something now, even if you prescribe ashwagandha to work on the nervous system, support the energetic pathways, adrenal function, et cetera. You've done something for them. Yep. You've spoken with them yep. like we are now in a nice calm tone you've spoken with them and then you've given them some diet and lifestyle tips yeah tips we sound meditation. very very similar here brad it, the, um, the silence simple yeah silence is something they haven't had they they haven't told their whole story to a practitioner or to anybody in a long time or ever because they've come they go to the gp i love the gps no disrespect to anyone but they go with the symptom. GP's got yeah. 15 minutes. They go with a symptom. Then they go with a different symptom. They go with another symptom. The GP will look back and go, well, you've had this, 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 this. They know what they are. Right, we're going to go this way now or let's send you off for a scan. It's, but they haven't been able to release that emotional discussion of what's going on with them. So the GP knows what's happening. They're on the right track. Everything's maybe going well or maybe they don't want to go to the GP, whatever it is. But they haven't had that emotional release. Their partner doesn't want to hear this story again. Their partner knows. Their friends don't want to hear this story again. They know. So they haven't been able to share that story and to have that person who just sits there in silence and just says, tell me more. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you might be bringing them back on track, but really even then that, I mean, my, my first 15 minutes is them speaking. Yeah. The only people I struggle with are lawyers and accountants because they bill by the hour. So when you say, how was your day? They'll say, fine. And you'll say, why have you come to see me? I wrote it in the notes. <laughs> yeah, I sent it through already. Yeah, right? It's like, oh, this is blood out of stone. What do you do for your living? For a living. I'm a lawyer. Okay, right. Now, uh, tell me your story. I'm going to prescribe your lawyer formula. No. Yeah, here's my lawyer formula for yeah. you. Maybe but, and, and that's the benefit of health professionals. I'd yeah. like to use the phrase, we are specialists in our fields or experts yeah. in our fields. And GPs yeah. do a great job for what they do. Yeah. And people go to a GP typically for a specific reason. Yes. Yes. A, a symptom or something. Yeah. When they come to a natural medicine health professional or practitioner like what we do and what we're talking about, it's the biggest story. They come to us maybe because they've been everywhere else first and nothing's mm. nothing's changed. And we sit down and listen to them and say, and then what happened? Yeah. And then what happened to this? And, yep. and they yeah. tell their story, you get the bigger picture. And then it could be as simple as, you know, this person is tired, weak and fatigued using that example yep. that I'll follow through on now. And it could be just due to their digestion, could be mm. due to a nutrient deficiency, 
yep. could be due to too much stress, not enough sleep. Yep. You and I could rattle off 50 reasons why someone does feel tired, yep. weak and fatigued, but that's yep. what we do. We're, yep. you know, we're the archaeologist and the, and the technician and the plumber and the sparky, like all these different professions all in one, yep. trying to find the cause. Yeah. And yes, it may be a, remember one of the podcasts we talked about B2 and B3 for Krebs cycle. I mean, then we talked about nutritional biochemistry. It could be simple. Oh, I shouldn't say simple, but it could be as simple as that. That's a simple nutrient deficiency due to poor diet or something else that's going on in their life. And therefore we can work with it. Or it could be something a lot more deeper. And that's where we listen to them. And sometimes it could take multiple appointments like, I had this patient many, many years ago that had very bad cystic acne and 50 cent coin size on his back sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. that's a massive size and no one could help him. No one could get it reduced. Yeah. So what's happening in there? There There's a lot of emotional stress and distress that he hadn't even told his um, parents that he was being bullied and he couldn't go to the beach because he's, you'd have to wear a shirt because he was embarrassed about it. The shirt would get wet, the shirt would dry and stick. Yeah. And when he went to take off the shirt, the salt water would stuck. So therefore he'd rip mm. off, you know, yeah. and so I don't want to talk well, like, but do you know what I mean? Like this, it's quite yeah. extreme. So he was very embarrassed and holding everything in and he was tight and tense and everything. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're sitting there and relaxing and same with kids. Yeah. You know, if a child comes in, let's just say a five-year-old or a 10-year-old mm. or anything like that, um, anyone under the age of 18, Mm. Yeah, you know, ask them. I always say, well, yeah. how's your day? How are you feeling? The parents look at you. It's like, oh, well, I'm asking them. You're telling their story because they probably can't. Yeah. But you've brought them in. But I'm still going to ask them, how are you today? And I still yeah. remember the one time this little boy was in. He was eight and just sort of sitting there like a tensed up you know, statue. And yeah, his mum was saying, oh, he's not good at this and he's stressed at that and he's not behaving well. And he's, I thought I was saying, this poor kid's been suppressed so bad. Mm-hmm. And then she took a phone call. Then mm-hmm. she moved to the side of the room. Yep. So, because she can take it. He's looked at me. So I know people can't watch, but he's, he's got his head down and he looks up at me and he says, oh, I still remember this. He goes, I hate when she talks about me like that. Always yeah. putting me down, makes me feel so sad. I don't feel happy in my life about it. This is eight-year-old. And I feel yeah. really bad. And then she turned around, his head went back down, he went silent. Yeah. And I said to myself, thank you, whoever called that phone right then. <laughs> yeah. Because I yeah. just got more information in that 20 seconds than yeah. what I would have got in the whole consultation because she was yeah. doing all the talking. Yeah. So when I prescribed to him, because yeah. he was looking at me, and I sort of gave him the wink later on as in, yeah. I've got you, buddy. You know, I've, yeah. you know, I've, yeah. I've got this, I'm formulating. I put things in there to strengthen his resolve, yeah. you know, his nervous system. Because yeah. it was chronic long-term. Yeah. And it's because he didn't feel happy. Mm. Everyone thought he was being a lazy. He's eight. Yeah. You know, he's eight, tired, weak, fatigued, and you know, all yeah. these other symptoms that you'd see in a 50, 60-year-old, mm. if you know what I mean, an eight-year-old. Yeah. He just gets seen as lazy and just doesn't want to do anything in his life. Yeah. Well, he's eight. Yeah. So what do you plan? So you, you do your yeah. foundational stuff, stuff that anyone can do. Yeah. And because he's acute and chronic stresses were combined, that's like, wow, how do I, how do I do that? How do I do both? And it's like, well, you can because it's similar or the same herbs, similar in the same ingredients. It's the frequency. Yep. Yeah. 
So typically with acute prescribing, if it's a cold or flu, I might do, if it's a liquid herbal, it might be five mm. to 10 mils, five to six, seven times a day. Yeah. You yeah. smash it in and it's going to really make a big difference. Yeah. Chronic long-term immunity might only be twice a day. Yeah. Because it's longer term. Mm. You can't flog the soldiers if you're not building them. And that's the yeah. immune system. You know, think of yeah. it as being soldiers. If, yeah. if the soldiers are not being built fast enough, you can't just keep flogging them into the ground. So you need to build them up and strengthen. And that's what I did with that boy. And the other person I we spoke about, another podcast about, remember the bones, the osteoporosis? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was a while ago we talked about that. Um, yeah, that kind of thing, you take your time and you work holistically. And if I did what I would have done without knowing the extra information, she would have been in so much pain. Yeah. So it's piecing and putting the puzzle together as we like to do and then get the magnifying glass out and check even further. And then I don't always do the five mils twice a day or seven and a half or, you know, like that kind of thing is when I prescribe, and this might be a whole different podcast is I look at the therapeutic dosing of the ingredients and, you know, it's a whole, whether it's low, medium or high dose, like all these kind of things in there. And when I structure my herbal formula, it might be, 12 mils three times a day yeah could yeah. be 15 mils twice like there's, yeah. there's no magical number i added up to yeah and then it's a matter of you know they might get two bottles to last them the two weeks instead of yeah. one because yeah. you're prescribing for the length of time for them to yeah. come back rather than come back in five days yeah so and, and that's the way how i prescribe and going back to the powder extemporaneous mm. cases we talked about in, in a couple of times now is again it's not always a teaspoon or a scoop yeah it's based on the different levels and it's not just sensitivity yeah. it's a combination of things yeah totally. and typically you know acute is more frequent higher or lower dose depending on the sensitivity of the person yeah. and chronic is more sort of less doses per day and longer term and the way how to find out sensitivity is you ask the question have you ever mm. taken herbs before yeah have you ever taken a multivitamin or immune product or anything else and most people have at some stage and you can just ask them the question how did you feel yeah when did you notice the difference and if someone says i noticed it the same day and you think well that's pretty good nail on the head that one and they only took it twice and they noticed the difference it's like cool because not to put much pressure on myself um, for the listeners i like to see results in three days yeah, so do I. Depend- no pressure. No yep, pressure. No pressure. No yeah. pressure. And- that, that keeps me on my toes. Yep. But it's not the result. No. It's, it's a change. result. Yeah, absolutely. You want to see a change in energy mm. or yep. sleep or something yep. that's, you're not going to fix them because yeah. that's the wrong term. But the idea is because that means there was a, they're broken to start with. <laughs> if you think of it this way, that if they see results relatively quickly, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, And that's the pressure I put on myself when I'm prescribing because I want to see a change. And if someone says, they come back and they say, oh, two weeks later, your your herbs didn't work. You know, what's going on? A lot of new and younger practitioners think it's their fault. Yeah. Oh my God, I put so much time into that and it didn't work. They get all upset. And I've had, you know, people cry about their formulas not working. I Mm -hmm. said, no, 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 it's not your formula didn't work. Yeah. It's taking time to work. Yeah. So you have to give it time. And that's that two weeks is not a long time to change 10 years. 
Yeah. And that's that questioning as well. So if you've done that case taking to find out all those symptoms in the first place, because the symptoms are what's bothering them. Yeah. That's why they've come to you because of their symptoms. They've totally come to you on. because the toe hurts, the finger hurts, the shoulders hurt, or, you know, whatever it is, you know, the long-term headache, they've come to you with all those symptoms. And then you found other symptoms as you were talking to them that they didn't realize. So, you know, you've talked about their bowels and they're like, oh yeah, no, it's a, um, I only go one. once a week. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, I go once a week, you know, and they're like, oh, that's totally cool. I'm happy with that. And so when they come back and they say nothing's changed and you, and the practitioner goes, that's me, I'm useless, I'm rubbish. Then you go back through all of those. Oh, actually, I'm going to the toilet every other day now, but nothing else. So we've got a change. Yes. And that's the thing as well, reiterating to the client. So there is a change. There is we've a got change. a change here. So what was your energy? How's your energy? Oh, it's nothing changed. Well, yeah. Out of 10, yeah. what would you say yeah. is today? And they might say seven. Yeah. You look back on your notes. Two yeah. weeks ago, you said five. Mm. So there appears to be an appear, you know, appears yeah. to be an improvement. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I get more done by the end of the day when I used to be yeah. more sleepy. And it's like, there you go. They forgot. Yeah. Because something's perfect. improved. That's the yeah. thing to remember, particularly, you know, all levels of practitioner is people forget when something improves because they yeah. focus on the next thing. Yeah. So if they say nothing changed, it's like there's not really a time that you'll ever see nothing. Yeah. at all change absolutely something absolutely. always changes if they've done the diet things you've asked them to do if they've done if they've taken the herbs or the supplements the compounds there will have been a change somewhere it might right. be that they've gone i've now you know two days later help you know i'm now going to the toilet 20 times a day and you think okay mm -hmm. let's go back and revisit <laughs> the compound let's go back and revisit what it is okay let's quarter the dose let's stop it for two days and then restart at a quarter of the dose and see where we go because it might be that I'm pushing it a bit too hard. But there's always a change and they yeah. have forgotten it forgotten. because, as you said, they're concentrating on the next thing. They've just moved on. They've got, oh, well, that's, you know, I didn't think about that. That wasn't something that was my priority, but it's changed. So once we see, because it might not be their priority symptom that's changed. Mm. And so we've got to really focus in and find those changes. I mean, you said that on the first appointment, you always prescribe it. I've got to say, I pretty much always prescribe as well. My caveat is if they are on five heavy duty drugs or more, I don't prescribe at the first appointment. I yeah. do food. I'm like, you have to change. That's still this. prescribing. Yeah, it's absolutely. That's what I kind of wanted herb. to put out there is because yeah. I think people might have heard that. I always prescribe at the first appointment. I know mm. you talked about diet, but I just wanted to reiterate out there, folks, we do generally prescribe, but it's but there is there always diet change. Yeah. Always diet change. Every single person, and that's a prescription. Nutritionist, there's always diet change. Yeah. It, you know, and then after that, there may or may not be a supplement. I might, I mean, I might do bark flowers. If I feel, if they feel that aren't I taking anything away? Yeah, you can have some bark flowers because I'm not giving you anything else. Because I don't know, the, you know. Yeah, and, and that's the exciting thing is you're always mm. doing something. And mm. what I really like, you said, is I ask them to do this. Yeah. You don't tell. No. You ask them, you know. So it's yeah. like what I said earlier is, you know, how was your day? What can I do for you today? And we have similar mm. kind of greetings yeah. is, you know, you're asking them what you could do and then you're asking them to do. Yeah. So if they turn around and say, oh, like I missed a couple of doses, you go, oh, that's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to get angry about you missed a couple no. of doses. So what? Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And if, oh, I took double the dose the next day. 
Okay, you didn't need to, but that's okay. It's not going to you know, cause any major issues depending on what it is, of course. Yeah. But the idea is that's okay. If you miss one dose, move on to the next dose. Yeah, absolutely. If it's breakfast and dinner, wait to dinner. Or if it's around lunchtime and you can take it, still take it at lunchtime yeah. and then again at dinner, it doesn't matter. You know, and that's what you have to give the permission to your patients about and to yourself yeah. is that if you skip something or miss something, it's okay. Okay. Because you'll get it the next time. You'll find it the next time. And that yeah. comes of experience that, mm-hmm. you know, I learned you know, it was a long time ago. And it's like you just sit there and you go in there and you jump in, you dive in and you do it and you be yourself. Yeah. And, and I've never followed scripts. I've never followed protocols. And people know that I don't have any protocols yeah. written down or follow any protocol because I no. personalize for every single person. And, and, that's, and that means I'm not going to miss anything. I'm not yeah. doing a checklist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have a um, course that people can purchase. There's, there's a boost for me in there um, on scripts and practice because I say the same things over again and yeah. I get these results and I get people on board and you, you're a natural as well and that you're saying them, but people aren't. Yeah. And so there are, but they, they're all just the start of the line. When yeah. I see you next time, we will. Yeah. You know, and it's like the what can I do for you today? It's all of these little things that people, because they're so worried about the whole experience, the whole what am I going to do with this person, that they forget this um, future pacing. They forget to get the person to draw them out and find out about them and their problem and what's going on with them and how they can help them without telling them what to do. And, and, and that's the other thing, you know, they, they forget and it's mm. so simple that one of the things that people do forget and this is something i want to remind all your mm. you know younger practitioners i never know what to call them i know but i don't <laughs> like calling them newbies because it sounds a bit you know but we yeah. do what we do um colleagues um, our colleagues and friends is that one thing people do forget to do is rebook yeah and i was thinking of that when you're talking oh, about yeah, scripting yeah. is you know i always say to people you know I'd like to see you again in two weeks is the same time good yeah. for you or yep. similar, depending on the person. Yep. And yeah, you haven't looked in your diary yet. You just, yeah. you know, you're guessing that, you know, yep. you're thinking ahead and then you open it up and, you know, and the same time's available. So they may be able to come in at four yep. o'clock next time instead of three o'clock because they've got something yep. else before. That's fine. But yep. I always say to them, you know, and that's what I was, you know, when teaching student clinic at the same yep. time when you're rebooking, yeah. Don't think they're going to call you yeah. and rebook. You need to book them back in before they leave. Yep. And then you just, that's what the simple words are. Is the same time in two weeks good for you or whatever phraseology you want to do. Yeah, and absolutely. They go, oh, this person really cares. They actually don't see it as a money-making thing. No. They see it because you've got the genuine to it. Is yeah. they see you actually thinking, okay, you've already said this bottle will last two weeks, the treatment plans for two weeks, so you're going to see me in two weeks. Yeah. Cool. It's Rather than an open-ended, here yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here you go, off into the wild and then fend for yourself. It's like, yeah. here you go, yeah. off into the wild and fend for yourself, but yeah. I'll see you back in two weeks' time to see yeah. how well you're going. Yeah. And, and, and that's the simplicity of it. And, mm. and people will, will book back in. And sometimes they might say, I oh, say, look, I don't know just yet because I've got a couple of things on, Yeah. but I'll let you know now. And you already know this, but I'll let listeners know the person will mm. almost always 
call back or email back within that same day or within a couple of days during the appointment. Yep. Because you've shown enough that you care and you've got a plan for them. And that's what I was yep. saying earlier. I've got a plan. I'm working all this structure out for them. And you tell them, I've got yep. a big plan for you on your health journey or whatever. Yep. And then from there, they know that you've got them yep. and that you're going to help them, you're going to look after them. And then you're then saying, you know, I'd like you to come back in two weeks so we can mm. follow up. Yeah. Now, everyone has a different way without sounding desperate. It's like, I've got no one in my calendar. You can have any time you like kind of thing. <laughs> it's, it's more the fact that you care. Yeah. And, you know, and just so you know, so I've seen people, they go, oh, I showed people, you know, my diary and let them pick a date. I'm like, oh, my God. Don't do One, that. never show your diary to anyone for several reasons. One, if you don't have a lot of bookings, they see you don't have a lot of bookings. Yeah. And two, it's something called confidentiality. Yeah. They may see, oh, that's John Smith. I know John. He lives down the road from me. We're good mates. It's like, oh, my God, you've broken confidentiality. You're done. Yeah. So it's like you never show anyone and you never give, as a personal view, never give too many choices. No. So I'm available next Wednesday between 10 and 11, 11 and 12, 1 and 3, 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. <laughs> So it's like, I've got no one booked in that day. So you can have any time you like. And it's something that as a, a newer practitioner struggles to fill in the book. Yeah. And as you get more experience, the book fills itself. Yeah. And, and I've had some, you know, students go to being practitioner and have bookings really quickly because, mm. you know, we, we support them as health mm. professionals ourselves. And we do both of us do mentoring um, and we support them mm. and they feel supported, which is always a good start. Yeah. And they actively work on it. Yeah. They work on themselves and they don't have, you know, I don't know how to say this. It's not the desperate dollar signs, but people see that. Yeah. So if you have the genuine heart of what mm -hmm. you do and you say to someone, I'd like to see you back in two weeks for a review, yep. they know it's not because you're wanting to go yeah. to the cafe and buy a coffee afterwards for the money you just earned. Yeah. Like they know that you actually genuinely yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. The um, My hairdresser years ago, so I said, you know, somebody had phoned, I think I was in the hairdresser and somebody phoned and said, could they book an appointment? And um, and I said, I'll, I'll have to ring you back. It's just too noisy where I am at the moment and I'll be, you know, I'll be done in 20 minutes or something and I'll give you a call. And I hung up from them and she said, was that someone booking in? And I said, yeah, I'll have to have a look at the diary and see what I've got. And she said, now, what you do is you say to them, I haven't got my diary. So my diary is on my phone. What do you prefer, mornings or afternoons? Yes. And then they say, oh, an afternoon. Great. What day before I open my diary? What day do you prefer? And I'll have a look and see what time I have. Mm. Oh, a Thursday afternoon would be really good. You know, just before I pick the kids up, because they'll start blathering on and they'll tell you. And then you can go, okay, just hang on a second while I look at my diary. Oh, because the diary is completely empty. You go back <laughs> to the phone and you go, oh, I've actually got Thursday at 2 p.m. How does that work for you? Oh, that's oh, great. That'd thanks. be brilliant. That'd be great. And then I can go straight from you to pick up the kids. Oh, marvelous. That's fabulous. And I'll see you then. So you're not giving as, anything and it is away. Simple as that. It's as yeah. simple as that. Now yeah. you ask the question, the best day and time for you. Yeah. How long did that take me to say? Yeah. One yeah. second. Yeah. It's like a, a handful of seconds. Yeah. That's all it takes. And then they can turn around and say, like you said, you yeah. know, Wednesdays are better for me you know, before I pick up the kids because the other days I've got something else, piano lessons or whatever it is. And they will, you know, they'll tell you. They're, yeah. They'll start much. Very happy. What they're doing. Very happy Very to tell you. Tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. 
it's always it's very easy to get the information out of them yeah. that way then isn't it That's yeah it. I'm free between these times. Done. That's right. We'll book you yeah. right away. So um, we ought to be done as well. And um, and then I will go and book another time with you to come back and talk because we've had an absolutely fabulous time. Yes. So um, thank you again so much for coming on the show. And your information is in the show notes as it has been for the last couple of episodes. And so if people want to contact you, your links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been absolutely brilliant having you back again. Thank you, Brett. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.